Cause the last will be first What a day I'm telling you This is Jimmy and Annette, and we want to welcome you to Living Up in a Down World, and we are at episode number 50. We are so excited to be with you. It feels like it has been such a long time. It has. It's almost a year. That's a song by Boston, by the way. What? Feels like a long time. No, 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 no. Oh, yes, Feels yes, like yes, a yes, long yes. time? What song? Hello? Tell me which song that is. Okay, I'm going to Google it. Because I don't know that one. Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. I'll look it up in a minute while you're while you're talking or something. Oh wow. By the way, you're ravishing tonight. Aww, ravishing. Ravishing. Gorgeous. Wow, Absolutely what a word. gorgeous. Wow. Your hair Thank looks you. great. Your your headphones look amazing on your head. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm gorgeous, aren't I? You're in podcast mode. At least I have makeup mode. on. You got I a have... mi- microphone in your face. And yes. And we're headphones. at the church in we're our studio. We're at the Living Up Studio or the BCF Studio or and whatever. And we had to come we back in th- on a Thursday night to do this. I know. We've had a convergence four or five months since we got off sabbatical, which ended in late August. September 3rd. It ended the beginning of September, right? Okay. I have to tell you, though, I was when it's I was visiting, crazy. you know, we had Tina and Adam at our house the other night. Yeah. And um, I spent a lot of time with Tina. Well, and I spent some time with her today. And she said, Adam really wants you all to go back to every week because I know. So do he I. feels like you're losing momentum. And I said, we probably will. We just have to get back in a rhythm. And there's with all the construction. I know. And then we had guys here all day in our office. Which, we were going to record this morning. And we couldn't. And I walk in and there's a dude sitting on our couch like he made himself right at home. He did. Did yeah, he have I some coffee like, in his hand too? I know. I was like, dude, what are you doing in my office slash studio? He's just waiting on Pastor and then Russ he goes, to oh, help Oh, him. I know. I'm just kind of sitting here, but we're just waiting. I'm like, uh, dude. Well, we're hardwiring the office yeah, studio. Yeah, part of it. It's got to be done. There's so much that we're doing. And we got acoustic panels in today that are it's, beautiful. They're amazing. Um, this room's every time be we, dead air. Well, and every time space. we think we're done, we're like, no, we need this. Well, we found out when you build out a studio, it's a bottomless pit and a black hole. Well, I'm kind <laughs> so, of upset. There's so much to do. I'm what upset, are you upset, though, about? because I wish we would have made it bigger. But because we put this wood paneling on yeah. here, we can't do anything <laughs> about it. And it would have been great if we could have gone another five it feet. Would have been, could have been, should have been. I it's know. working though, and it's it's fabulous. Really, we're so so thankful. Yeah, we are that we get to do this. And our daughter, who runs all of our production, well, she's, she's kind of invaded kid. our office. Now. She's a kid, and can't. Yeah, we can't get her out of here. I'm <laughs> like, uh, it's like she moved back home from college. Oh wait, that oh, did happen. That did. <laughs> She's back with they us always again. Come back. They always come back. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm even looking around right now, just so thankful. It's just, it's amazing. It is. So, but yeah, so we were going to record this morning. I was uber stoked. I, I mean, was I was like, I had like three cups of Black Rifle coffee. I was so ready. <laughs> You're funny. And then, oh, oh, the guys are here putting in the, I'm like, what? And I thought, oh, this will be an hour. No. Uh, they left at 3.30. All day long. And they're still not finished. They have to come back. On Monday. I know. So anyway, all yeah. smiles. Yay. Hey, this stuff's got to be done, though. But uh, anyway. Well, this started off as a green room. Then it turned into an office. Then a studio. 
And it's and now just, it's got a full kitchen and bar over here. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I know. As a coffee bar, we have we a, coffee a coffee bar. bar. We made a coffee bar. We, we put a refrigerator in here for our drinks. <laughs> we could live here basically. We just need a. Sh- I told Pastor Russ if we put a shower in this place, I'm here. <laughs> Look how much money we could save. Oh my, honey, we did that before. We lived in we a church just, before. Remember, we could, turn, we could take one of these couches back, buy a what do you call those? Those couches that have the beds in it. What are those called? Trundle. No, no, no. It uh, opens up. Oh yeah. I don't Sleeper remember. Sleeper sofa. Yes, we could buy one of those. Yeah. Put a put. Honey, yeah. No, no I just so think agree of with the everything. money we could save. <laughs> you're what about so the bathroom funny. you're about to redo and the kitchen you're going to? I have a bathroom redo. I just redid here. I know. Lord, no, I am. I so. Know. Big celebration. <laughs> we hit a mark. We hit a milestone. What? Episode number 50. Do you think 50 is the milestone or is 52? No, 50. I mean, like when you turn the big 5-0, oh. Hawaii 5-0. Hello. I mean, wait, 5-0. Wait, we're, uh, I don't have a clue. I thought you were going to play Hawaii 5 Well, that's before the, the next stream guy oh. showed up and destroyed my day. Oh, well. You, you so I went home. Minutes. I had to study. I had to study for the message on Sunday, which I'm totally stoked about the new series. I am too. It's called Mind Wars. And winning the boy, battle of the mind. Do we ever have wars I in our mind every day? I can't wait for Sunday. All three services. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Woo. we started three services two weeks ago. Yeah. No. Wow. No. We've had three. We've had three three services. It's yeah, three times. It's a lot times. harder than. Wow, boy! We add thought. another hour and fifteen minute service tacked onto the. Two. I had no idea it was going to well, be that hard. I. I'm glad I'm in the best shape of my life because yes. I can't and imagine. And you know, it's, I was telling people today, it's not physically hard because we're in good shape. And right. We have a lot of energy. It's mentally. Yeah, yeah. It's because a brain you're drain. with more people because yep. it's growing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we went to three we're services and we added people. 150 people immediately. I know, it's crazy. And so Build it, they'll come. You may have to go to four. Let's not talk about that right now. I'm already PTSD, so... <laughs> I'm good. I'm so happy though about it because it is so, it's so fun. Let me put it this way. When you think God has said something to you, but we, I've never heard an audible voice. I don't get it clear. Some like people that. do. Some people do. And I just say, wow, not I have how. an impression. Wow. I have an impression. Yeah. I'll have an impression or a thought or I'll hear something in multiple times. And you'll from go, wait, sources. I know. I didn't think that. Right. It's too smart. I, I, it's definitely not me. But what, what happens is, then when you lean into it, into obedience, and it works, and you, and it's confirmed that was the Lord, man, there's nothing like that. Well, it's crazy because our elders were like, well, people are asking, why are we doing this? <laughs> we're like, just here's your statement you say to them. We're making room. Well, after the first Sunday and we gained 150 people. Well, we they, set a record attendance. They came to us and said, we made room. We get it. Yeah. And I'm like, we get thank it now. you. Thank you for yeah. trusting us. Yeah. Because, you know, it's hard on them too. It, it is hard on everybody because it's a lot more. And they're older than we are. <laughs> and so it's, That's it why is they're hard. Elders, right. Right. So, right. But yeah, I mean, it is. It's taxing. But man, what a blessing. We're, meet, we're getting so many new people. And of course, what Annette and I do is in between the services, we bounce out into, we have this place called, we call it the Connect Center. It's this big foyer that's really cool. It's got, screens and tech and greeters and and resources and stuff it's a big resource thing but we go out there and we just meet everybody we can we just it, we turn it into a party and so 
from the moment we get here, we don't turn there's it hardly, off until we drive out of the parking lot. And there's very little downtime. There is. Because I we only I barely have time to go to the you-know-what, the little Wrangler's we've room. We've only built 15 minutes in, and we really need to build... 30 minutes. Oh, in. oh, no doubt. But because that would 15 put us, is not enough. The thought of doing that right now is insane. I mean, we I mean, may have to change. I know. Our we times. may have to look at it, but that's, yeah. I mean, yeah. Faith just walked hey, in. Hey, Faith, Do how's it going? Do you think we need to change our times and add 15 more minutes to our in between our time? services? <laughs> She's yes. like, yes, because like, she does yes. production. So there's a lot of things she has to do. Because there's to get not enough. I, you know what I'm most worried about? Mm. The parking lot. I know. People it's coming crazy. in. And out. We only have one way to come in and out. I know. And the city know. will not city let will us not add let another us add a way. parking exit. Ah. It's like, really? Come on, guys. It's hard. But anyway, so yeah, first it world is problems, what it is. right? Yeah. First world problems. It could be a lot but worse. But we're thankful because. Even though there's always complications with what we do, the blessing of it is we're able to reach more people. And the bottom line is, my goal has never been to grow a big church, but I had a pastor challenge me last year. Yes. Because I made the comment, I said, you know, I've never aspired to be a mega church pastor or grow a big church. And he just literally looked at, or I was on the phone with him. He said, what if God wants to grow a big church? Mm, he put and you it, in your place. He checked me up. I felt like I got checked well, into you, the glass in a hockey game. The reason why you say that is because you don't want to be... You're you're not the kind of pastor who is all about the numbers at right. all. No, not you're at more all. about mega people. You yeah. want people to Definitely. come to know Christ, to right. walk with Him, to, Definitely. to live in a life of hope and victory, not right. not perfect life because mm-hmm. nobody has that. And so that's not on your radar. Where are there a lot of pastors? It's all about how many people they right, have in their right, church. Right, and we're yeah. really not. And the bottom line is us. just because we have more people coming doesn't make us successful. What makes us successful is if we have people that are becoming disciples, disciples. they're That's following it. Jesus, they're becoming apprentices where they're, they're an apprentice of Jesus. They're following him. They have an actual relationship right. with if Jesus. If they're just keyed up over the church and we've got, because we've got the latest whiz bang technology and LED screen and band and all that stuff. If they're coming for that, it's the wrong reason. Right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Bye, Faith. (laughs) Slam the door. She did that as a kid. Okay, do you know what I've realized? What? We drove all the way back here from the church. Oh, no. And we could have brought Chevy. Oh, what were we? We were not thinking. Our whole day got messed up when the next stream guys started missing my office. We could have brought him, and he could be sitting in my lap. Oh, and he would be, too. Okay, let's make a pack. Let's figure this out. Next time we have a podcast. Next week? We have... Maybe next week. I vote next week. Okay, well, we should we'll do try this every it. week. I don't like this two week. Okay, thing. we'll try it if we, if I don't yeah, think I think my schedule is a lot less well cluttered next week. So I think I'll be able to I do that. I think that what we're doing is too important, and the reason I say that is because of the emails and letters that we're getting from people. Not only that, people that stop us in church. Or in that or, we at would H-E- never, or at the grocery that store. That we don't even know <laughs> have been listening to us. I know. It's, it's really strange. But here's what's weird about podcasting. So when I'm preaching, I get immediate feedback, right? People say, That's right, Pastor, stay on that. You better preach or amen. You know, like Mel and and out and yeah. and Adam. Mel screams Adam, out, Jesus. Yeah, Adam and Adam and Mel, man, they keep me going. <laughs> That's and for sure. uh, <laughs> bring out the book now. Adam bring with out his the mirror. Big arms up in the air and worshiping God and Mel with you know getting excited. So yeah, and people yelling out, bring out the book. So that's 
so you get instant feedback, which keeps you energized, and you get man, you know if you hit it, and you know which if you, you didn't. know you can come back the next week and preach, and it'll be great. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but podcast with a podcast, is it's like dead air. Crickets. It's you and You've me. You've got a here. No, oh. no, wrong one. Crickets. Well, maybe that's what's supposed to be happening. Oh, okay. I got to let wow. the boys settle in, like hooligans or something. But this is what happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like, hmm. But you know what I found out? What did you find out? They're contacting Adam and Tina and saying, what is going Are on? The Are they okay? okay? We're okay. We're great, actually. We're so... Okay, y'all have to understand, we have another full-time job, both of us. <laughs> and it's running a church that's growing, which is exciting. It's kind of what... It's what you aspire to as a young mm-hmm. minister going through college and grad school. And all of a sudden, you know, you get in out in the real world and you get your first church and it's a flop or a failure. Or Which we had that. <laughs> yeah, you learn how to shrink a church real fast because really what happens, you realize you don't know what you're doing. And it just takes None of us years. Know what we're doing. It takes years of this to really find what works mm-hmm. and find what helps people. Well, and, I think yeah. wisdom and maturity yeah. makes all the difference in the world. And some bangs and bruises. Yes. I mean, really. We have real life stories. We do. Of things that have happened in church that you would yeah. think should not happen in church because it's church. It should yeah, never. And no, people, people are people. <laughs> and so we have bumps and bruises, but we did not allow, <laughs> we did not let that allow us to, I we, know. we didn't walk away. I know. We said, no, we love the people. We love the bride. We do. She, she may have a few bumps and bruises, but she's still beautiful mm-hmm. to Jesus. And mm-hmm. so she's beautiful to us and we yes. love what we get to do. Yes. Um, segue a little bit. I'm going to, I'm going to, what are you doing over there? So I'm going to do, <laughs> say something just a little bit different because I want to talk about your video testimony. But before we do that, I've got to talk about our dinner with the Currys. Okay. So we don't have as active a social life as the Currys. Oh, they're every night. We're like, we can't do do that. But we're with people all day long. So when we come home, it's like the thought of going out and being with people. I mean, that's what we do all day. So it's a different social life. Ours is during the day. Theirs is at night. But so, but we try to get together once a week, once every couple of weeks, but man, life happens for both of us. And so it's been a while since we sat down. How long has it been? I don't know, a couple of weeks. Know. Yeah, has it been that long? Well, Ooh. I don't know. It's. I mean, Adam and I talk by text every day. I, we kick yeah, off our we morning. Yeah, we talk, and her and talking, I do too. So. So. But anyway, it's different than when you actually get to sit down. So we had them over to our house. We go to their house a lot, so we had them over to ours, and I rock some steaks on the pellet grill. What else oh is new? Gosh. That's every day. Makes me salivate. But I love our conversation oh, about God. me too. Every time... I always say that mine and Adam's topics are God, the world, and other things. And it's mainly and we always end up God. back at God. We start at God, we end up back at God. And you I, know, that's what I love about our relationship. That's the value about having friends that are godly. That are disciples. And that are d- true disciples, not people that just go to church. Or There's don't just use the difference. name Christian. Yes, you literally talk about things yeah. in the Bible that you're learning. Yeah. That is such a valuable asset. We... It's hard. It's hard to find people like that You're and right. that want to spend time with us because they might feel intimidated. Yeah, not by pastors. me, but by you because you're you're the pastor, you're the preacher, you're you know. But it when you do find those, those are like it's like gold to me. And so I so enjoyed our time. Every time we get together, it, I leave invigorated. I leave energized. Well, this time I, you I, didn't leave because they were at our house. That's true. But I went to bed energized and invigorated <laughs> yes. and just elevated. Yes. And that's what good friends do. Yes. And I'm just so proud of those guys. Every time I we talk and I 
I hear stories of what's going on. You know, um, Tina's been dealing with some health challenges. She mm-hmm. talks about that a lot on Curry and the Keeper, which, by the way, you need to be checking out. If you follow us but you don't follow them, I we want to recommend, listen to Curry and the Keeper, two of our dearest friends. It's we're, like a variety show. Oh, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and we're all on a journey together. I mean, not just the podcasting thing, but just life, doing life together dealing with challenges right now she's got some health challenges you've had some off and on here and then me and adam are just we're kind of like energizer bunnies we just keep it's on not going. Fair. why is it always the women <laughs> why? well i don't know but here's what i would say is that when you're going through those kind of things it's good to know you've got friends mm-hmm. that'll come around you and support you it's true and walk with you and and do what we can to help i woke up at Three, a little after three this morning. That was my life for two nights my last week. Gosh, I'm so sorry. Uh, it's been my my last two days. I was four o'clock yesterday. I I think it's because I'm so excited about life. I'm just straight up. So you can't wait to get up and I get started. Can't wait to get up because I love. And you did at four forty one. You were out morning, the door. My morning time with Jesus has is getting longer and longer because it's not just because I. I don't just do like a version Bible check the box. I mean, I, I love God's word and I love to write my daily devotional and all that's really important to me. And the more I walk with him and the longer I, I grow and walk, I want more time with him. And if I have to, if I've got to be at the office and we got a lot of things, we had meetings this morning, you know, and then took a delivery today. We just had a lot of things moving parts where had I not have gotten up early, I wouldn't have had that time. And I need it. I need it. I need it to live. It's Mm -hmm. like oxygen to me. It is. It is. But anyway, just wanted to big shout out to Adam and Tina and just how proud we are of them. I call them our kids. I do too. (laughs) I do it all the time. It's Well, we are older than them. Just barely. Well, but we are older than them. We are. Technically we are. And therefore they're our kids. And so... I'm just, well, and I mean more spiritually than anything. I'm right. just so proud of their growth. And so Curry and the Keeper, check them out. You can pick them up on any podcast platform. And uh, you will be blessed. You will be encouraged. And uh, that's how I got to know them. Mm-hmm. We started listening to them before we knew them. Yes. And then by the time we met, I felt like I already knew them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, that's true. Because they, they true. hang it all out there. And so anyway... Uh, give them a listen. So we had a great time. We had steaks, and then we had conversation that just was just off the just off the chizang. It was mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, love those guys. Had to bring that up and just shout out for them. So we were blessed, and we talked about this on our last show, didn't we? That we'd gone to the studio. Yes. Yeah, but I, but we didn't have a finished product. We didn't know where it was, or, or so Annette and I were invited by Israel Media Ministries. It's a ministry we've just started supporting, and it is a media ministry. I mean, it's all a lot of online pieces, a lot of video, music, and recording, and they do a lot of amazing creative projects. They're they're taking the Hebrew Bible, and they're illustrating it so that people like us who are not Hebrew can actually see it, read it, and get, get at something out of it. Amazing, amazing ministry to Israel. And uh, Zaev, who leads that ministry, he's the founder, he's from Jerusalem. He grew up in Jerusalem, and now he lives in the States. And maybe relocating to Fredericksburg, Texas. Sounds God's like drawing it. him here. So yeah, at least within kind the of next a couple of years. Some people, sometimes we people tend to come here. And uh, so, yeah, we'll see what's going to happen with that. But anyway, he invited us. He does a series um, called um, Freedom in Yeshua. 
right? Is that what it is? Freedom in Yeshua. I don't remember the name of it. It's really cool. It's it's a uh, we would say freedom in Jesus, but in, you know, uh, in Jewish folks are going to say Yeshua, Yeshua. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. In so um, we went to a studio, San Antonio Wit Studios, which was amazing, very professional, and Annette told her story, start off, can't say, I'm Annette Pruitt, and this is my story, and then she just unscripted launched into her story, and it was it was dynamic. Uh, for me, what was remarkable is that... And you've heard it a million times. A lot, kind of like you've heard all my messages, or you've heard all my little isms, my Pastor J-isms, but what was cool about it was even though I've heard it all those times, just hearing you and being in a different setting, being in a professional studio, and just with all the technology, which I was geeking out over, um, I cried. I mean, there were several times I teared up hearing you talk about your dad. Which is unbelievable because when I was telling my story, I was trying to be very deliberate in how I was communicating. And I was also very composed. I didn't cry. I didn't respond. I wasn't really emotional. Not, not too emotional. I mean, I was trying to, to keep myself together so that I could tell this story with poise. Mm -hmm. But then when I did, and, but when he sent us the rough cut of it with the vignettes in it and the music and it literally, when I saw it, I broke down no. as if I was watching someone, someone else else play out my life, mm-hmm. and it hit me hard. We were in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I was crying. You started crying. You were holding me. I've never had that happen. That was beautiful. It, but it, the quality of this video was it was almost like I was watching a Dateline. Oh yeah. Oh, it's story. totally professionally done. Yes. Uh, and it was a great experience being in the studio like that. It's our first time to do something specifically yes. like that. And before you launch, we get too deep into it, I, I want to direct people where they can go to watch it. And so if you're subscribed to our newsletter, which you can go to livingupinadownworld.com, and I'll put that link on there. I'll, I'll add the link. Oh, that's I'll a good idea. I'll get faith to add the link to our website. But you can go to livingupinadownworld.com and subscribe to our newsletter. It's simple. It's free. You just subscribe. I'll put you on the email list. It's a list. short newsletter. It's short. Very it's little information. A, it's basically a reminder and some pictures of what's going what's on. What's going to happen but, with the next episode. Yeah, it's just to remind you we've got an episode about to release. So I just do one a week or one every two. One every two weeks. It depends on when we're recording. So we, we don't inundate you with all yeah, this. Yeah, we're not going to smother you know, We're not stuff. like that. We don't have the time to do that. <laughs> right. So anyway, I'll put the... the Put, we'll get that on the site. The link to the, the video, link, and it will also be in the next few. I'll just I'll just add it as a permanent piece to the newsletter. So when you get the newsletter, and I wasn't sure if I there. really wanted you to do that. Well, it, I didn't do it on the basic on the typical social media platforms. I yeah. let them do it on their YouTube channel. So yeah, so it is. Let me on tell YouTube. them. Yeah, you can go to YouTube, and if you'll go to Israel Media Ministries, that's their page. Dot com. No, 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 no. no. no oh, that's okay. Israel just, Media Ministries on YouTube. Just, oh, just YouTube. do the YouTube search, gotcha. and it'll take you right to their page, and you'll see Annette on there, and it's called "From Desperation, From Despair to, to Deliverance." Yeah, yeah, but you'll see it. It's, it's Which Annette. he named it after hearing my story. Yeah, it's and powerful. Well, what was remarkable? Okay, so you and I cried watching the playback on it, the rough cut. But, I haven't even seen the full cut yet. Oh, I have not been able to. 
Wow, you've been I'm busy. afraid I'm just going <laughs> to be in a fetal you're position. Afraid, yeah, you're going to fall apart. I'm gonna I, I need to look at the, the real thing. I need to watch the real so, cut. So what was remarkable is the guy that's the audio tech at the studio, he's the studio manager as well. It's his studio, him and but, another but guy. But they just use a random studio. Right, they just hired it's out the studio. It's not something that they go to Well, regularly. I look over to that dude. He's crying. I look over. You're making a lot of noise with your microphone. I'm sorry. You're moving stuff around. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to have to tie your hands together. I know you are. I, wait, you're moving your hands a lot, too. Under the table. Oh, I'm not okay. touching anything. Okay, whatever. Anyway. So I look over, Zayev is crying. I mean, everybody, we're all crying listening to you tell your story. And so I love that they went ahead and produced yours first. They're they're doing mine as well, so it'll probably be next week or so. But I was thrilled that they, they jumped on yours and got it done. So I want to encourage everyone. First of all, I'm super proud of my wife because she was a pro. Well, it was. And it was from the heart. It was real. It was. And it wasn't rehearsed. No. I didn't have anything in front of me. I literally, he said, no this notes. is the way Zayev put it, just act like we're sitting having coughing, mm. coffee and with your, or you're having coffee with a friend and the friend says, hey, tell me your story. Tell me about your life and just yeah. tell it. And so I wasn't nervous. I was nervous before. Yeah. And then once I sat down, I was like, easy peasy. Lights, camera, action. And you were just like off to but the races. now I'm more nervous about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just what, just having watching it, having watched it the other day, just, it really got to me. Well, I'm, I'm going to ask you to do something right now, though. I'm going to pretend I'm interviewing you. And uh, so... So I got to hear it. I got to see it. And a lot of people who follow our podcast maybe have gone back to the first few episodes when we shared, you shared that story. I did. And so I'm going to ask you to share a shorter version of it. Just maybe what's standing out to you just today. Maybe different tomorrow, maybe different yesterday. Okay. And this is the way I'm going to start it. Okay. Because um, I had a woman approach me yesterday that I ran into. Um, Don't know her real well, but... um, I've had occasional talks with her, and she informed me that she's been listening to our podcast, and um, she said, I remember a podcast you did um, last year, because we've been doing this for a year, but this was early on, when you shared your story about how there was so much violence in the home that while things were going on in the background, you were at the window of your um, bedroom as a child, because it all started, I mean, it all really, it ha- the violence started when my sister was born and her and I are 13 years apart. Then it continued um, into my childhood. And I remember there was a time when I would stand by the window and pray. I didn't really know God. I didn't know, but, you know, you just sort of like hoping that a policeman would drive by and you could just raise up your hands and say, help me. And she said, I remember hearing that. And she said, it struck me because I lived that same life as a child. Wow. And she said, and I'm never told a soul she con- what was really happening at home. She connected with your story. She, she did. connected with your pain. She did. And. I think that there are hundreds of thousands, if not across the world, millions yes. of females 
who were victimized, Mm -hmm. who were abused, who were traumatized. Mm -hmm. The stats, you remember when we did the Life Enrichment Center, it was one in four. I think it's way higher than that now. It is. That was that was back in the early two thousands. Three and four. I mean, there's hardly a human being I've met through the years that haven't haven't eventually said to me, Pastor, I've never told anybody this, but I was molested Mm -hmm. when I was a kid by Mm -hmm. a neighbor or by an uncle. Right. I mean, it's just it's so prolific and so rampant. The the condition, the broken condition of humanity. It doesn't mean humanity's evil. It just mm-hmm. means they're broken. Well, think and about this broken woman. Broken people break people. That's right. This woman is in my generation. And our generation kept quiet, which is why I didn't share with people what was really happening at home. And what was happening is my dad was an alcoholic. Yeah. Um, he wasn't a fun. There are functional alcoholics where they can function just fine. That they don't. Their personality doesn't change. Um, but they drink a lot. That doesn't mean it's okay. Right. Obviously. My dad was not one of those. My dad was Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. When he Mm -hmm. drank heavily, when he drank beer, he was fine. But when he drank heavily and added the hard stuff, he turned into a monster. And every expletive came out of his mouth. He was physically violent. He was um, mainly towards my mom. But what happened with me, which was so crazy, is, um, and my mother shared me with this before, because I remember talking to her saying, I live with such fear, and I can't get over this fear. And she shared with me where she thought it entered. The root of fear comes somewhere. It comes from some kind of trauma uh, that, that has happened in your life that promotes fear into your life. And she said, when I was six months old, which I would not remember at all, but when I was six months old, I'm laying in a crib. My dad comes home. He gets angry at my mom. I'm in a crib, and he gets a gun and puts it to my head as a six-month-old and tells my mom he's going to kill me, probably her, and himself. Yeah, he was in a drunken rage. He was in a drunken rage. And luckily, I mean, we know the story. Obviously, he didn't do that. But then when I was six years old, which I do remember, very vivid memories of walking in as my parents, I could hear my dad yelling at my mom and my sister, who was, you know, she like I said, she's 13 years older, so she's like 19 years old. And I see them in the bedroom. I can still remember the colors in the bedroom. I remember the smell. I can remember everything. And I walk in, and he's got a gun, a rifle pointed at them, and then now at me because I walk in right where they are. I'll never forget that. Yeah, that, that, you can, you cannot unsee that. I can't. Or unexperience that fear and that trauma. Yes. So the fear I had of him was, it was, it was, I mean, it was trauma and force. I mean, it was just, I lived with fear all of my life of him. And when I would call him when he was, he would be working and I would call and say, dad, are you coming home tonight? Because I knew if he was coming home, we were going to watch TV. He was going to just drink beer. He would be fine. But if he said he was going to the country club, that meant he was going to gamble. He was going to drink heavily with his friends, play cards, come home and all hell would break loose. And so I literally would call quite often at night just to find out what was going to happen so I could prepare myself. 
you know, I'm young doing this. And it was so hard. So I did everything I could to get out of the house. Uh, every rebellious act you can do, which I did, uh, many things. And when I finally was able to get out after years of um, many wrong choices and challenges, and then I get married to someone who I think, okay, he doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, he doesn't do drugs, never has. He goes to church. He goes to church. We pray together. He goes to a Bible study with me every week. And then we get married, and it changes. And he had a violent rage in him that actually brought out in me as well. And a lot of it was because I had trauma in my life that, I, I mean, I didn't know what to do with my rage. And he had it, but it was so bad that the physical and the emotional, mental anguish that we, it, he caused was horrific. But I literally thought, this must be how marriage is. Wow. And it took me 13 and a half years to get out. I don't know which was worse, the way my husband and I, our relationship, or at home with my father. Because with my husband, we were still going to church. We acted like, you know, we acted more like we were uh, brother and sister than we did husband and wife. But we live the life that most people live when they come into church. You don't know what's going on in people's homes. It's true. Whereas with my parents, my dad was, you know, agnostic and never went to church. And he drank. There was, you know, he had a lot of substances where my ex didn't have any of that. And so I literally don't know which is worse. All I know is when I got out, it's a miracle I would remarry, honestly, especially a pastor. Because I, I didn't try. I was talking to this person yesterday, and uh, I said it took me two years to trust Jimmy. Two years. And she said, when you said that in the earlier podcast, that helped me because I went through the same thing. And I thought what is wrong with me? And she said, and when you said it took you two years, it was like, good, I'm not crazy. And I said, well, think about it. If you've had all that trauma all your life and you meet someone, you're, you don't trust. You feel like, okay, are, are they going to turn like everybody else has in your life? And you do begin to question motives and acts and what's What's going to end up happening? And I remember many times I thought, okay, this is too good to be true. Jimmy's, there's got to be something in him that's not right. I couldn't find anything. Still don't, honey. I literally <laughs> still don't. Because you're, you're different. You're not normal. From my normal, my old normal. I'll just put it that way. You really are set apart from most of the men that I've had in my life. I'll just all the men I've had in my life. Thank you, very kind. And I mean that. Very kind. No, and I know you're not perfect, because none of minute. us are. You wake up on the wrong side <laughs> of the bed every now and then, but not as often as I do. <laughs> You've had to put up with a lot with me because of the baggage I've had. But I would say, over the last probably fifteen, twenty years, I've a lot of that baggage has just dropped off. It has. It's been progressive and incremental. It wasn't like all at one time. Right. Sometimes people think that healing is a moment. No. And truly, healing is a process. It's a journey. It you is. You got to trust the process. It is. 
and realize that God has you on a journey. You're you're healed and being healed. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> in his eyes, you're whole. He sees the end from the beginning. He does. But from our perspective, we're still in the process. Yes. And, and we're stuck on linear time down here. But And you know, I want to say this to to the audience, to the people that are listening. It's okay to not trust at first because there is this kind of a sixth sense we have and it's yeah, good it's a safety check it is and that's okay it's just not okay if it continues yeah. and yet there's nothing mm-hmm. that you know is causing that um and for yeah. me it took two and a, about two and a half years with you because i kept thinking okay something's gonna happen he's gonna hit me he's gonna call me the b word because i heard that all the time wow and i've never heard that come out of your mouth ever i've never you've never ever called me a name i don't believe do you remember ever call in 31 years of marriage no i don't remember it i don't think you've ever called me a name ever and so but i was that was my whole life my dad and my ex and so um it, it took me two and a half years to trust and really trust that god really had you for me so i want to move this along okay. to what i loved about the video the interview that you did was the way you ended it with, with my dad well not just oh. the story about your dad but the very end when you said you said god is good mm-hmm. and they even highlighted that on the yes, screen yes. god is good and there's hope, hope. there's always hope there's and always hope to talk about the goodness of God and how that began to, on your journey, mm-hmm. begin to get you incrementally healed to where you begin to actually be able to receive love. Mm-hmm. And then once you really be able to receive it, then you're now able to give it. Give it. Well, and I think it, w- it really began to happen once I began to trust and then I could lay down anything that was hindering me from trusting and begin to rely on God. For one, you taught me so much in the word it was like going to seminary being married to you, honestly, just because you lived the life of the Bible. You didn't talk about it in the pulpit. You actually lived it. And that was something new to me because of what I had grown up with, uh, with, or with my ex and other people in my life. So you began to show me who God was. You began to show me who I am in God, my identity. That changed everything. When that changed and I began to see the grace of God, which my name, Annette, actually means full of grace. I love which that. Which I love. Who knew? <laughs> because I needed God did. so much grace mm. um, because of all the horrific mistakes I've made. Mm-hmm. I needed grace, and yet I'm full of it because he gave <laughs> it to me. He, what? It's beautiful. I just had a thought. I mean, what? speak to those speak to speak to people who are saying but how how did you how did you have a breakthrough how did you get through to the other side first off you've got to know who Jesus is you've got to get Bingo. to know him you cannot just go to church and expect it to happen you need to get in his word you need to find a a friend that can help you some accountability some someone that you can get in the word with together someone stronger than you that can mm-hmm. help divide the word because it it can be complicated for just anybody. I mean, there's so much we're still learning and you've been to seminary. You were in school for what, 10, 12 years. 
And, and there's <laughs> you're still learning. That's what I love. Always. This week we learned something new mm-hmm. about discipleship versus Christianity. And so the thing is, is you've got to get in that relationship. The closer you get to him, the more you know his character. Mm. And you can walk in the fruit of the spirit, which is joy, love, peace. Um, you could yeah, go on yeah, self-control, yeah. patience. And Beautiful. You, you can walk in those things, and then you can have that hope. That hope comes when you begin to fill yourself with the things of God. But that means you need to let go of the things that are hindering you, there you go. from that relationship with God. The way Jesus said it, he said three words to the disciples that he was calling. He said, come follow me. Mm-hmm. And then the Bible says that Peter and Andrew, who were brothers, it says they left their, their nets. nets. Mm-hmm. That was their livelihood. That was everything. All they it's ever like leaving thought. your job going exactly, huh? yeah, and your wife going, wait, wait, how are we going to live? I'm following. I'm Jesus. following. I'm going to trust God, and that's that's what it means to become a disciple mm-hmm. is to leave our nets. And so I've watched you through 31 years of wow. I've watched this progression. You've changed so much, and I've seen so much growth. That used to, you couldn't hardly even take a hug from me. No. You and would now, stiffen you know up like doing? a board. This person that I talked mm-hmm. with yesterday, I said, can I hug you? And this is what I've been doing wow. lately. I'm not just hugging people. I'm asking because not everybody's ready right, for a hug. Right. Because it's I true. know for you me, at one point. I wasn't for what? A long time. Until yeah. just about two years ago, basically. Yeah. And now I'm like, can I hug you? It's I just like want your to love hold language you. now. And before it never was. No, we talked about Ever. physical Your touch. kids would say the same thing who are my stepkids, but they would say, Yeah, mom. Mom never, doesn't touch. She doesn't. Hugger. And boy, if you I are change, now. My gosh. Which tells you when yeah. you really want something transformed. God can move. Yeah. Especially if it's I was reading some scripture yesterday in First Corinthians and how much he wants to give us the things that are in his will. Mm, if it's in his will, he's gonna give it to us beautiful. if we ask. If it's not, you know, right. I mean me asking for a new car, I don't think that's in his will. That's There's weird. nothing in there that says, Oh, you get a new right, car, it's right. gonna make you happy. No. But if I say, God, I need your love. He yeah. is going to pour it on. Or God, God, mold my character. Yeah, he is going to pour it on. And he he'll will use that people. He'll use people that have the love of God that will love you through thick and thin. He'll use hard things. And too. he'll use hard things to craft your character. Yes, yes. And I believe that's what he's doing, and he continues to do it. It's beautiful. Well, let me just say this. After this experience with this video and being able to really share once again, knowing that it's, of course, when we did the video, I didn't know it was going on YouTube. I thought it was just going on (laughs) a website. You did not tell me. But after watching it in the the professionalness, professionalness of that video, I realized, okay, Annette, it's time. It's time for more. It's time for you mm-hmm. to step out. There it is. So I'm moving into women's ministry yeah. in our church. I'm going to speak Tell a little bit story. in March. In September, I'm giving my whole testimony. I am I'm ready to go full force. Beautiful. Where I used to be, where I haven't been in many years. And I've been kind of holding back, mm-hmm. kind of waiting for God to 
give me the okay and I a feel green like light. you needed a green light. I got yep. the green light. Yeah, we yep. both did. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I don't want to get into my retirement ish years like 75, 80, whatever this ends up being for us. And looking back and saying, I regret that I didn't say this. Exactly. I regret that I didn't stand up for this. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I would have said what I felt, mm-hmm. what I believed about my God and what I believe God wanted. I wish I would have spoken out against unrighteousness and sin in our country and unrighteous laws. And I should have spoken out against abortion rights and, you know, the taking of, of babies, mm-hmm. you know, I exactly. mean, or, or, or transgender issues. I, I had emotions and I kept them to myself. I had I had what I believe was godly wisdom and I kept it to myself. I will not be that person. I, I will not go God's out given and you leave a anything. Voice. I will leave nothing on the table. Yes, He's given you a voice, and we're supposed to be spokesmen for Him. So He's given us a voice. Mm-hmm. We meet Adam and Tina Curry, who happen to have invented the podca- podcast. Podcasting. <laughs> Hello. It and doesn't now get we're more using direct. Our voice. And now. And just looking at the RSS.com analytics, mm-hmm. we're all over the world. I mean, all over the world. And we're about to world. do this via video as well. Yeah, and that's what I'm Not super... Not today. I'm pumped about that, but our studio's still a chaos because we're ha- hanging our final. We've got eight more sound panels, and we've got this high-speed internet thing coming in that we've got to deal with, the Ethernet and all that. Once, so maybe the next week or two. Yeah, in the next two weeks, we'll, be we'll able go to video. Shoot, uh, so it'll be also it'll be an audio podcast just like you're hearing right now, but we'll also have the video version of it that we can put on. Mm-hmm. And Podcasting 2.0, is what Adam was telling you, there's great platforms now that, that support video. So we'll be able to do that, and he's going to hook us up. But who would have thought, you know, we... I remember turning in our 50s, and I made a comment to you. You may not remember this. And I remember saying... I don't remember what I had for lunch <laughs> yesterday. So. But what I remember distinctly saying to you is, I have something to say. Because mm-hmm. I think when I was younger, I didn't feel like I was legit. That's true. Because you growing. always said, You're copying when I get parrot- older... Yeah. People will want to hear what I have to say. I always say. felt like I was parroting other people. You know, that's I'm just saying that because they said it. You had to own it. You have to find your own voice Mm -hmm. in what God's putting in you. And it just takes time to get there. And so once, once we got there, so now we're sitting here with two microphones speaking to the world right now. So yeah, it's wild. In a million years, I never would have thought we would be doing this. And here we are. And I'm looking at you across this table with this gear here. And I'm just, I'm giddy that we get to do this together because God called us together. It's not Jimmy or Annette. It's always Jimmy and Annette. And that's the way it will always be mm-hmm. because God called us together into this. Tina said to me yesterday or the day before, she was like, I can't believe you're going to do video. You never want to do video. I'm like, well, it's going to be hard because it, it is hard for me to want to be on camera. But if it gets it out to a, you know, a different segment of and folks. It will. It will. Then I've got to do it. It, I've got to bypass who I think, Mm -hmm. what I look like, or what I sound like. We got to get over because all I've been saying is God use me, use me. There it is. Use my voice because He's not audibly going to speak to everybody, but He is going to speak to us and have us speak. Absolutely. And so So we've got something to say, and we're saying it right now to the world through podcasting. Thank you, Adam Curry, the Podfather. (laughs) So. 
carnivore journey. We haven't we haven't been on here in a while, so man, two, this is day two zero five. Wow. Two hundred and five days, days straight carnivore. carnivore. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I I still can't believe we get to eat and, like this. And we I feel we do it without amazing. complaining. I don't There's complain. Nothing to complain about. The only thing I complained about today is a, someone wonderful sent us a butcher box meat, but it was chicken. And that's not, it's carnivore, but carnivore is more fatty. Yeah, we need the so fat. So I do more meat. beef. And I was like, oh. But it's a beautiful gesture. Yes. Um, I had someone yeah. in church approach me who listens to our podcast mm-hmm. and said, I'm doing it. I'm starting it tomorrow. Um, I'm going carnivore all the way. I, I said, wait a minute. You need to go keto first. She goes, I've already been doing keto. It's beautiful. I'm ready to go carnivore, and y'all have inspired me. So that's well, You good. look stunning. Well, thank and you. And everybody I, keeps saying, you're shrinking. You're shrinking. I am. I can't get we into a lot of my clothes. All my new jackets I shrunk I bought, into my can't clothes. Get they fit better than ever. Yeah. Well, Everything was getting a little tight around the belly there last year. And, and now, now they're all, like you can't. Everything's loose. You're going to need new jeans um, before you know it. Hey, I got one more belt hole that I can I've still Fry. got one more <laughs> I can do it. well I bought anyway. all these jackets over the oh yeah summer thinking well I will never lose you know it'll I'll be I mean I'll be fine no they're all too they're big you up. I'm gonna go get them taken up though. so for those of you who are listening and don't know what the heck we're talking about <laughs> carnivore is simply basically it's BBBE it's it's bacon beef butter eggs water that's basic carnivore that's pretty hardcore um, I add a little pickles. I you, like my pickles. You do like your pickles. And we do like our Lily's chocolate, which is a keto-friendly a chocolate. Stevia, and that's kind of our snack it's our, it's every our now little, and then. It's our little uh, indulgence, I yes. guess. But other than that, it's strict meat. a little bit. I'm hardcore. Yes. I, I'm very committed to this because I've never felt better in yes. my life. Yes. And so, anyway, so we've started, we, we've only, I've only got one video up. Been waiting for the studio to get put together. Every time we think it's done, We're almost it's not there. done. We're so close. I'm looking around at all this gear and all these lights. So many pretty lights. Yes. <laughs> so we got this amazing gear. So we are so close. We're dialing in cameras, just getting camera settings. We had to buy more cameras. Yeah, we're three cameras we deep have now. Three video cameras yep. and two regular cameras. Uh, no, 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 no. I thought we had. No. Okay. iPhone didn't count. No, I'm talking about what <laughs> we bought. I don't know. No, that's other I'm cameras confused for, for other things. For other things. Okay. Yeah. It's I just like know said, I, all I do hole. is write checks for yeah. cameras. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, just, just so you all know, we're 205 days in, and we, we just recommend it. If you're interested at all, I want to recommend you listen to a couple of people. You can go on YouTube. It's very easy. There's a guy named Dr. Ken Barry. Dr. B-E-R-R-Y. Yep, Dr. Ken Berry. He's probably kind of the guru from he's the medical. He's listen to. Yeah. He, he's a medical industry, was 20 years family practice in Tennessee, and he is by far probably one of the most outspoken. And now one of your dear friends, Adam Lacey. Adam Lacey, Carnivore Today on YouTube. He's become a dear friend. We're about to do a video with he. Yeah, and, he and um, Carrie Mann. Carrie. Carrie Mann of Homestead Howe is also another big outspoken mm-hmm. influencer in the carnivore space. They're traveling here uh, this May. In May. Uh-huh. And they're going to come to our studio and our church. They're going to interview us for a movie, a documentary that's being made about the carnivore life. Which, so, if we were even considering quitting, which we, I'm not. No. <laughs> ever. We, we couldn't do that movie. So, oh, no, we no, have a lot of motivation anyway. Just the 
energy level. So here's what I, I had a new thing come to me this week. I don't want to spend any time on it. I'm just going to introduce it. Your why has to be bigger than your why not. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. Instead of your what, your why has to be bigger, bigger than, than your, your why, why not. not. Because wow. the why not is that little voice that says, well, why not have that? Why not? That's not going to hurt you. Why not indulge in that? Why not? Everybody else is. So your why has got to be bigger than your That's why good. not. That's good. It came to me this week. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That rings true with our relationship with God, too. Everything. Everything. How about we pick that up in the next podcast? Because yeah, we can really riff off yeah, of that. Yeah, we sure can. Hey, we love you guys, but I did want to have a couple of thank yous. Yes. Not, not a lot. By the way, uh, value for value. If you're on Fountain, you can always share such toasties. If you like what we're doing, man, just share some value with that. And we've got several shout outs to give. Adam Curry with 77,777 Satoshis. By the way, Satoshis are a very small denomination of Bitcoin. And so we call that a striper boost. And Adam wrote a note on a boostergram. He said, so good to have the gang back together again. Loving the sound of the new digs. He's talking about the production here in the new studio. Can't wait to see it on video. Same with us, Mr. Adam, the podfather, Curry. Also, Sir Brian with an I, who I love that guy. I yes. love him. He's a good guy. He really is. And and I'm just seeing growth in him and mm-hmm. good things. He's on his journey of faith. He's growing. Sir Brian with an I sent us 3,333 sats. Sir Brian, thank you so much. We love you. And he lives in Austin. He's mm-hmm. just not too far from us. He said, I loved Pastor Brian's sermon this past Sunday. By the way, our new associate pastor, Brian Mandel, preached for his first time in nine years. And you would have thought he preached every week of his life. He crushed it. He He hit a grand slam. He did. And I'm telling you, I would encourage you, go to our website, bridgefbg.com. That's Bridge Church in Fredericksburg, Texas. And on the front page, scroll down and you'll see the sermons. And you should listen... Listen to Pastor Brian's sermon. Yeah. He said, I love Pastor Brian's sermon this past Sunday. Have him fill in anytime you need to play hooky. <laughs> Which is going to be once a month. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd love to meet him. His testimony really resonated with me on so many levels. It's like he wrote it just for me. Wow. But I always feel like Pastor Jimmy is speaking directly to me as well. God bless the Pruitts, the Mandels, and all of God's children. Mm. KYBO, that's Keep Your Buckets Overflowing. He says, mine is. I'm waiting for the jingle. I know. Again, time. You I got, have it, I got don't a, you? I got to spend time. Do you have I, the jingle? I do. I've got to upload it. Yeah. Okay. I know. You're Remember, doing it this weekend. I had to replug in everything right now. Okay. I mean, well, you're going to do all the this jingle's together great. Again. We're almost there. We're almost so close. There. And this is from uh, Helena Ingram, who goes to our church. She wrote, hey, y'all, or hey, y'all, this is very Texan. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all, or Tennessee. My husband and I go to Bridge Church. We appreciate y'all. Just listened to November 14th, 2023. So good. I just finished becoming a Christian health practitioner, and I'm writing my Habakkuk 2-2. That's right, the vision, make it plain. Mm-hmm. This podcast meant a lot as I try to make clear my why. And she wrote Jesus in all caps. Oh, so that others it. hear God's message through me. You have encouraged me to keep at it. Thank you, Helena Ingram. Helena, thank you for taking the time to send us a note. Mm -hmm. That means so, so much to us. 
Also, big thanks going out to High Jinkster. We know who that is, mm-hmm. a.k.a. a friend from our church named Jill. But she blessed us with a wonderful donation yes, this last did. month. Yes, Thank you so did. much, Jill. Again, that's that's value for value. Mm-hmm. You appreciate what we're doing here, and you're, you're showing it by, by giving value. You can We have PayPal uh, link on our um, on our newsletter our, and our, our newsletter our and our website website so mm-hmm. living up in a down check it out and then our dear friend david wicker who just cracks me up all the time he goes by sir by his grace he wrote us a note and said hey y'all and he got us two cool t-shirts, t-shirts which and that I, his, wear. I think this is his wife's yes, company it's, she's it's doing her the, non-profit this is really cool he says, hey, y'all, what a crazy, beautiful life. Amen, brother. So stoked y'all turned down the enemy's whispers and pressed on with living up. He's mm. referring to when we were kind of like, should we keep doing this? Yes, and, yes. And he said, he wrote John 10, 10, y'all. He says, we get, we get, no, he said, we, we got this because he's got us. Mm-hmm. KYBO, keep your buckets overflowing, sir, by his grace. P.S., please plug pushbackforliberty.com. So I'm pushing it right now. Sir by his grace, push back four, and four is actually the number, number four. four. Pushbackforliberty.com. Check it out. They got these great stickers. He sent me a whole pile of them. It says Psalm 91, which is one of our favorite Psalms, preserve our liberty. And what this organization does, like I said, his wife has put this together, is they teach you how to go into into get involved, get engaged in your community, get engaged in your schools, not just take it lying down, but how can we actively, with a Christ, you know, faith-based approach, engage culture, engage unrighteousness, speak into the world? Everybody else is speaking out. We need to be speaking out, sure too. Sure do. Sure and do. so anyway, check it out. I, I checked out the website. It's fantastic. And again, that is pushbackforliberty.com. Thanks for the stickers, and thank you for the cool shirts. All right, team. That's it for today. Wow. Man, wow. That, that blew by fast. It did. Well, we're at almost an hour. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. 58 oh, minutes. <laughs> I'm going to say this out loud for the whole world here. Oh. I miss doing this every week. I do, too. I, I love really, what we get to I do I realized here. this week that the enemy was really trying to keep us from doing no this. No kidding. With all it's these like distractions. All this stuff came up where it's like so we kept getting having to push important. it back. It's too important. It is way too important. All right, kids. We are out of here. We love you guys so much. Living up in a down world. We are Jimmy and Annette. Go check out our website, livingupinadownworld.com. Next week, we're bringing Chevy. Oh, Mr. Chevy will be on the show next week. Now, he'll be asleep in your lap, but he will be here. He will be here. I'm going to take a picture to prove it. (laughs) All right, guys. We love you. We are out of here.